0: And welcome to episode 111 of Near Perfect Pitch, the first episode of the new year. And with that, a belated and heartfelt Happy New Year to you all. Hope you had a good holiday season and that you're in fine fettle and ready for the year ahead. Well, I must admit, I've had a bit of a, a forced sabbatical. Um, Where I used to record the programme in the studio concerned that that arrangement is no more. So I've had to set up a home studio and it has proven to be a cataclysmic pain in the backside. Uh, That being said, you can hear me and you can listen to me and uh, the show is going forward and it it won't stop. But uh, there's been about three weeks of, of a lull and I'm trying to find the ultimate microphone that A, suits my needs and B, that I can afford at the same time. So uh, I'm going to be relentless in then churning out the shows, but I do hope that uh, you can bear with me until I get the audio quality up into the higher, higher echelons, which is uh, what I want, and it's also what you deserve. Well, as I mentioned, it's uh, episode 111, the first one of 2019, and uh, this particular episode is brought to you by Pat Forgoni, Cabinet of Millionaires and the Tunnocks tea cake and we'll be talking to pat at the uh, end of the program which is usually what we do with uh, with the interviews and i think we'll get things kicked off quite healthily and nicely this week with this <laughs> California off their uh, latest LP from uh, from last summer, entitled uh, Maps, and a tune called Breaking, a rather good one at that. And kick things off uh, with Spiritualized from 1992's Laser Guided Melodies, of course, a single pulled off that record on Dedicated Records. And we're two songs into Episode. 11 so we've heard one new release-ish in, uh, in the shape of Sacramento Soft Science. Let's have another one, shall we now? Is Swerve Driver with uh, the fourth of four teaser tracks before the LP was released to uh, the, uh, the people who actually pledged for the record uh, a month ahead of its uh, proper release on February the 25th, and good news for you Swervies fans, I'm going to be talking to uh, to Adam, Adam Franklin, on next week's programme. Actually, the interview has already been done. I've already got the interview done, to speak to Adam, and you've got about an hour's worth of swervies uh, stuff to, uh, to listen to on the next episode. But for now, let's listen to this. <laughs>
1: today and make it look like suicide off and die leaving just you and I and then everybody else can go fuck off and
0: Simon Love with the new uh, Adam and Eve. That's the name of that uh, particular tune. And uh, it appears on his uh, tennis fan EP from uh, 2016 simonlove.bandcamp.com and i failed to also mention that uh, the uh, the track that we heard by soft science you can procure at softscienceband.bandcamp.com and uh, before we heard the new adam and eve by simon love we heard the fourth track of uh, swerve driver's brand new lp um future ruins and I'm delighted to uh, be sharing this view with you with adam adam franklin uh, the, uh, the front man and uh, just a musician Extraordinaire so you've got that to look forward to next week and we heard Spiked Flower the fourth teeth track that appears on Future Runes and if you weren't one of the pledgers i.e. first in merchants you'll have to wait till the 25th uh, in about uh, six days time to get your copy next up let's go to LA and hear the latest by Starcrawler <laughs>
2: It broke my heart when you left me. I
3: was so shattered I could hardly see. A year and about- half.
4: Throw back at the car and me windshield cracks A woman carrying a baby walks by Next to me there's an old couple whose car won't stop In the snow keeps Drifting down Boss, and you ain't been at work. I know the warehouses kill you, but what you're doing is
0: The D-Lines from Portland, Oregon, off their uh, latest and third LP, entitled mm-hmm. The Imperial, The D com, And the song that we heard was Where Are You Sunny*? Again, that's the D-Lines. Great, great record. Their first two are rather, rather tasty as well. And before that, uh, from Los Angeles, we heard Starcrawler mm-hmm. with their latest single on Rough Trade Records, WWE Starcrawler Music. Com. And that's a Hollywood ending that we heard. Now let's go back in time a little bit to 1995 on Polydor Records. Let's hear something of Cast's first LP. <laughs>
5: 'Cause you gotta let it out if you wanna let it in. You gotta let a little bit of in and make it all begin. You gotta find time, the right time, and make a change Cause it's a lose five to find time the right time and make a change. So when you gonna learn that it takes all sorts? Don't you think I'd like to be a little jive if we had the same thoughts? Cause you're doing all the good, but you leave me with a bad. And if you don't make a change pretty soon, there won't be nothing, I will die.
0: Charms. Isn't that a nice little one? And you can keep up with the Sun Charms at thesuncharms.bandcamp.com. Com. Time Will Tell is the name of that tune off last year's debut self-titled LP and a rather good one, It Is Too. And before that, we heard Cast with their debut single, John Power, ex of the Lars, of course, and uh, that's off the first LP on Polydor Records, entitled All Change and the first single off it, Find A Time. Next, let's go to Scotland and hear something from uh, Malcolm Middleton of last year's Banana LP. His latest works.
6: What a life spent, hanging around with you If I could change, there's one thing that I'd do I wouldn't wish you and me, you caught the worst fish in the sea Will you think of me when you are alone? Will my absence make you sigh now that I'm thinking of leaving stepping back out on the road? We've got think things can't get better? Somebody shouts, it's never one.
7: i
0: stuff from Hoboken, New Jersey. That's, uh, of course, Yellow Tango, and that's a single called Upside Down. That's the title track to 1992's Upside Down EP on Alias Records. It also features on their fifth LP, May I Sing With Me. And before that, from Scotland, we had Malcolm Middleton. malcommiddleton.bandcamp.com and that's off last year's Banana LP. is his latest LP and a song called What A Life. Uh, Now it's time to address one of our regular weekly special features. Let's lose one shit. And we will do so with a bit of Bomb The Bass. But before I get into that, I want to apologise to you all for A, having a ridiculously long sabbatical from the programme, which was... solely fueled by having to leave a studio and set up a home studio which isn't as easy as it uh, it sounds uh, especially when you're on a budget and also having technical difficulties and uh, the more astute of you out there will realize hang on a minute his voice sounds crapper than normal well it'll be down to this microphone that i did spend a lot of money on actually but uh, having technical issues with it so uh, I i will get progressively better over the course of the next few weeks that is a racing certainty in the meantime beat this
1: The names have been changed to protect the innocent.
8: clear
0: some synth pop from moscow that's tesla boy with compromise and that features on their lp released last year entitled remedy and uh, you can find out more about them at tesla boy.com and before that it was uh, the first losing one shit of 2019 and uh, that was courtesy of uh, bomb the bass aka tim simon and uh, as produced by Pascal Gabriel, that is "Beat Diss, a song that changed things for many. Whether you're in a dance club, whether you're a record buyer, whether you're a producer, whether you're an artist, it was quite a groundbreaking track. And uh, I think we need to play it, didn't we? I hope we had a little bit of a reckless abandon there and paraded around the living room wherever you might have been, and uh, just lost it for a little bit. It's 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 cathartic. It's a good good thing. So without further ado, let's play another song for you, shall I? Uh, but before I do that, I'll let you know what you can be expecting in the last half of the program up next we're going to hear some public service broadcasting uh, closely followed by some beth gibbons and rustin man we will also be hearing uh, some lloyd cole some cold water swimmers some it looks sad some night flight spesh the hanna Bearers with uh, another cover version, which I know you're going to love. What else have I got down here? Oh, we've got Tara Essential Wax this week, which is Suede. We have our uh, interview, of course, coming up uh, with Pat at the end of the program from Cabinet of Millionaires. We've got our obligatory fall to, uh, to take care of, as we have with uh, a second cover version and a weekly peel. Oh, yes. Very, very good indeed. Here's Public Service Broadcasting. Hello,
3: everyone. Thanks for coming to our little
8: fashion show. What to wear?
6: How about these slacks and this shirt? How do I look?
7: It's so attractive.
3: ad
9: office cotton corduroy the fabric woven for the now generation
7: you
0: Rustin Man and Rustin Man is Paul Webb, and uh, Paul Webb is a member of Talk Talk. Well, Talk Talk, oh no more, but uh, you get the drift. That's on Go Beat Records from uh, 2002. BethGibbons.net, to keep track of what she's up to, and if you don't know, Beth Gibbons is uh, is the singer from Portishead, and before that public service broadcasting public service broadcasting.net to keep abreast of all their happenings and that's the now generation of their uh, wlp from uh, 2014 inform educate entertain what an outfit they are truly unique and uh, i've been trying to get them on the show feverishly but it's just not working out i'll keep trying however um now it's time to go back to 1985. The Famous World from last September, possibly the best LP cover of last year as well. It is uh, regaled with a dog smoking a fag and the track Concerned, gorgeous. Before hearing Seattle Spech, we heard Lloyd Cole and the commotions off their second of three LPs, Easy Pieces, and uh, that came out in 1985 on Polydor Records. And uh, that's a song entitled Rich, also a single. Now it's time uh, for three in a row, a hat trick. You not only get a break uh, from my voice, but you also get to hear three in a row. This week's hat trick actually has no tangible thread by which to join the songs together. It's just a three in a row. And uh, it gives you an opportunity to have uh, a similar experience to losing one shit, i.e. you can uh, parade around with a triple shot of tunes. And uh, I'll be back in a few minutes to reconvene with the programme.
10: I hope that you choke On the words that you spoke They come back to haunt you, don't you? That's no joke
0: this week's art trick nicely sorted for you and i'll tell you what you heard in reverse order we heard forever and one of two new tracks on uh, the night flight debut LP on CRC Music. Uh, it compiles 2017's Wanderlust EP and 2018's Carousel EP and the song we heard Forever And is one of two new tracks. Sam Holmes, who is Night Flight, was on the programme last year. He's a diamond of a fella and the label CRC Music, well, I can't speak highly enough of them. So if you want to learn more about uh, Night Flight and Sam and the label, go to crcmusic.co dot uk slash artist slash night hyphen flight and before the night flight track we had sisters by it looks sad they're from north carolina and that's off their debut full length called sky lake and they can be followed at it looks sad and that is a new release uh, by the way and before that i'll be your witness by Coldwater swimmers it's not released yet but it's soon to be. That's by, uh, as I say, Manchester's Coldwater Swimmers, coldwaterswimmers.bankcamp.com. And I had Chris Bridget on the show uh, under the the guise of a previous outfit called the G-O-D before he formed uh, his new outfit, Coldwater Swimmers. And uh, Chris, I'll have him on the show again soon, I'm quite sure, because Coldwater Swimmers are doing some good, good things. Now, it's time for one of our special uh, features. Let's do our first cover version of the programme, shall we?
11: Manchester City, nil. Blackbird Rovers, nil. Hopeless as usual.
2: So part of some brand new government plan. Says she doesn't think of herself as a prostitute. She's more of a healer, yeah, that's son. You gotta settle down, you gotta think it out. You gotta pay the scene. I'm not made a stone, just can't do it on my own. Can you see what I mean? Oh, if I'm sick and tired. This place has drive me insane. I'm insane. On that plane. I am him there's a ramp there for me and I said I could stay With him And son's a very good
7: friend of.
2: He's wheelchair bound and he's living off the state. He's got this dream about living in the Netherlands. You said it's on the slate. He asked this chick if you could help him out. She said, You know, we hard to smack your face. Besides, you did nothing, honest to God. I'm not trying to be funny, right? But you have the space. You gotta settle down. You gotta think it out. You gotta paint the scene. I'm not made of stone. Just can't do it on my own. Can you see what I mean? Oh, come on. I'm sick and tired. This place has driving me insane. Say, I'm not gonna save all my money. Get on my plane. I'd sing with the that plane. I'm sick of a crowd This isn't nothing for me. And I said I couldn't stay with him. And John's a very good friend of mine.
7: I said I could stay with him, a friend of
0: incomparable. Jack, a non-album single from 2000 on Laurel Records via London Records, and uh, it was a single released between uh, HMS Fable and Here's Tom with the weather, and that's Oscar, and it is absolutely magnificent. Preceded by Cover Me Once, first cover version of Two that we'll have this week, Look Now, and that was the Hanna Barberas from from uh, the UK, and uh, they're doing the Fall fancy that eh and the hannahbarberas.bankapp.com is where you can keep uh, track of all things that that pertain to them and the original Mm -hmm. appears on the fall's fourth LP Hex Induction Hour and uh, what's coming up next? Oh yeah, another special feature it's time for our weekly peel we'll be going back to 1982 with a bit of La Mange still corners and magnificent that is of course still corners and that's from 2013 strange pleasures a lead track to that lp stillcorners.bankamp.com they are from landon 10 and before that our weekly peel this week going back to 1982 the 13th of february living on the ceiling by Lamange. and uh, coming up next it's a bit of beth Orton, and then we'll get into our essential wax Suede's debut self-titled LP is our Essential Wax this week. Before I delve into it, I'll let you know that before we heard Pantomime Morse by Suede, we heard Stolen Car by Beth Orton. Heavenly Records, that's her sixth single from uh, 99 and lead track to her third LP, Central Reservation. I love, love that song. Pantomime Morse, let's get back to Suede, shall we? As I said, it's our essential wax this week, which is one of our weekly features. It's an LP that you must, must own. It came out in '93 on Nude Records. They signed a big deal did Nude with uh, Sony for global distribution, and uh, really blew them out the cosmos. And it was produced by the inimitable Ed Buller. Recorded in late '92 and early '93. Let's hear one more song. So let's hear the Drowners, one of uh, four singles uh, off the record, but one of three singles. Uh, released prior to the LP. Now, uh, upon hearing it, it just fried my tiny little cerebral cortex at the time. Here's the Drowners. It's our second cover version of the programme, so we'll call it Cover Me Twice. It is, of course, a cover of Sympathy for the Devil by The Stones, and it appears on Stoned, a psych tribute to the Rolling Stones that uh, came out in 2015 on the marvellous Cleopatra Records. And prior to that, we heard the second of two tunes of our Essential Wax this week, which is Suede's Debut self-titled affair from 1993. As I mentioned it was recorded in late 92 and early 93 and was produced by uh, the masterful Ed Buller. Uh, at the time uh, it was the fastest selling debut in uh, in uh, the UK in uh, in about 10 years so uh, it did rather rather well. It debuted at the top of the charts, uh, won the, uh, the 93 Mercury uh, Music Prize and is often referred to as a uh, as the first real Britpop record. Now, there were uh, four singles off the record. Three singles, The Drowners, which I played in Metal Mickey and Animal Nitrate, preceded the uh, release of the, uh, of the record, creating a massive, massive buzz. And um, the, the single that uh, appeared afterwards was uh, So Young. So four singles off this record, and uh, a wonderful LP it is as well. Again, get your hands on it if you already don't own it. And if you do own it and haven't given it a spin in a while, then perhaps this might be impetus for you to do just that. Now it's time for this. Well, that noise and that racket indicates that it's uh, our uh, tinterweb time this week. It's our weekly heaping of digital fodder and ephemera. And this week, it's the 15 Manchester bands you need to know in 2019 as brought to you by Paste Music and uh, Paste is, is a really good online publication it really really is and i'll, I'll spin you through this because you're going to go here anyway and look at it but uh, it goes in uh, the following order we've got h as in uh, the uh, the letter h a-i-t-c-h we've got beach skulls marvelous band the blinders that i've played on the program before there's uh, there's Bugsy Malone who uh, i'm yet to have uh, any impetus who i've yet to hear anything from truthfully we also have uh, Keltheon Rose, who I've uh, similarly got to uh, get my uh, act together and, and learn about false advertising. Uh, there's Gorgeous Bully. There is IMDDB. We also have uh, Kieran Leonard. Luxury Death. Man Made. We also have Merlot. Inasmuch as there's New Luna pale waves who are well known and are rather rather good and the last one is sharder i highly recommend uh, having a little uh, sniffer at this it's uh, it's rather rather concise and rather rather cool and uh, they do good work at paste so uh, i recommend it highly right so that's our tinterweb time of this week or a uh, feature of the week now let's hear some mogwai <laughs>
7: Nighters, nighters. Welcome to the haters.
0: There you have it. That's this week's obligatory fall off track. And that particular track is uh, the first song on uh, side two of the fall's ninth LP, Ben Sinister from uh, 86 on Beggar's Banquet Records, US 80s to 90s. And before that, the sun smells too loud. Well, of course it does. LP track. Of uh, The Hawk Is Howling On uh, Wall of Sound Records From uh, 2008 That's Mogwai's 6LP And uh, that of course was Mogwai Two songs left And an interview left For episode 111 of Near Perfect Pitch Excited to be uh, bringing an interview To you with uh, with Pat Fulgoni That I had a little while ago Pat's from Leeds The band are cabinet of millionaires And this tune that uh, has been penned That is brand spanking called Teresa Is about uh, a certain uh, Prime Minister is not doing overly well at the moment and it is a work of brilliance. Listen to this. fantastic tune that's by cabinet of millionaires and i'm going to be talking to pat right now you're going to learn a lot more about him cabinet millionaires a bit about leads and i'll be back to wrap things up with one more track and to say my goodbyes here's me and pat yeah? hello is this pat that's me all right mate star calling from canada how are you yeah not bad not bad Teresa, Teresa's made some uh, made some waves in in a very very short amount of time, despite there being you know three very solid singles before that. And really, I, I just wanted to ask primarily um, how happy you are because you've, you've you've made a really really uh, significant dent in a very very small amount of time. Um, that that must fill you with a little bit of pride. Yeah, yeah. I think you know I'm glad to be
9: involved.
8: Um, and um, I think uh, you know Cabinet of Millionaires was founded to combat um, austerity. Yes. Um, and um, that's what it's continuing to do, and, and I think uh, it's all coming to a head for this government, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah. Um, the, the, everyone's Brexit-obsessed, but there's so many people homeless at the moment, so many people using food banks, you know, and um, things have got really, really
0: bad for, uh, for, for people in this country. Agreed. But agreed. Hard art,
8: you're doomed. You know it's it's, uh,
0: it's yeah. not Well, I, I, I'm. I feel like a bit of a Judas, of course, because I, I don't. I don't live uh, in the UK anymore, but I have an immense amount of affinity there, as you can probably imagine. And uh, yeah. some, some of my nearest and dearest and most loved loved people live there. And and I, I I weep at what's happening to the country. It's not so much what's happening; it's how it's been allowed to happen. More more, more often than not, and. Uh, Uh, I'm just very grateful for the likes of yourselves. I'm a massive, uh, always have been a bit of an agit-prop merchant without, you know, (laughs) without spray painting people (laughs) with fur fur coats on. But, you know, a a big advocate of the likes of Chumbawamba and and any any clever music that's politically motivated that isn't dogma is, uh, I'm all over it. Unfortunately, that genre is a very, very small bucket. But you do (laughs) qualify, you you qualify though, you qualify.
8: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It is small, and and I think if you put your head above the sandbags, you're always going to get shot, aren't you? Of course you are. And, and I think it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, I I don't always think about political stuff. You know, I, I, I sing a lot of party orientated lyrics for drum and bass and other electronic genres. Yeah. So you know, this is an opportunity to to actually get some substance in yeah. the lyrics and. Um, but as I said, it's not everyone's cup of tea, and you, you have to be prepared
0: for that if you're going to involve yourself in this kind of music. Well, I, I would, I would hasten to agree. I mean, you are, you are going to be a polarising force, which which is great. That's exactly what you want. You want to be able to stimulate thought and debate and, and, and banter, yeah. and, and uh, actually have people using their brains as opposed to uh, not thinking for themselves, which is which is step one, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I'm bit,
7: you know, I,
8: I don't want to get on this soapbox or anything, but. You know, in um, in Manchester, every couple of years, the Conservatives' party hold their conference. Yeah. And their party conference. And um, what really, really riled me this year, I kind of went along for a few fringe events, if you get me. I
0: do. And, you know, <laughs> That's a great way of putting it, fringe events. That's a new vernacular you've just invented there. That's great. Yeah,
8: I'm quite airy, so I can't, probably need a fringe. But, but yeah, it's so, so <laughs> a couple of fringe events. But the amount of homeless people on the streets... It's staggering. And,
0: and, it's staggering.
8: You know, if you ever give to someone who's homeless, they always go, thanks for seeing me. Clearly, none of the, the Conservative Party activists or um, conference goers, delegates, were, saw any of these homeless people on the streets, under their noses. It was a massive inconvenience. And I, and I think it's got worse over the years, really.
0: Well, I remember, I remember living in London in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties, and you know, making a point of going down to Cardboard City every once in a while, just, yeah. just, just to soberingly, just, just, just get a, get a, get a, an appreciation of what's actually happening, and uh, to be happy with my lot in life as well, of course. But I, I can only imagine right now um, how, how, how even the numbers are skewed because because no one's actually been able to provide. Uh, factual numbers but even even conservative numbers do do, do uh, dictate that this is a massive problem and it's not going away as, is, as I was listening to the news yesterday the nonsense about uh, this massive new influx of social housing which is a complete fallacy because it's only about 5% of what they want to build
8: Exactly, and I mean I, I read um, a big issue article which is the homeless newspaper that's been here for donkeys and they maintained 300,000 people were homeless in the UK
0: at the moment, which is outrageous, <laughs> living on the streets. Yeah, it's, 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 you know, this is a a civilised dem- democracy whereby... I can't remember where I read, but we'll remain political for a second, but... I forget who said this, but they said that um, poverty... For, for governments, poverty is a choice. So it's a concerted effort to have people in poverty. It doesn't. It's not by happenstance, it's by concerted manoeuvring to have a huge faction of your society uh, living below the poverty line.
8: It can feel like that. And certainly when you see politicians like Ian Duncan Smith punching the air oh. when his proposals for the, <laughs> you know dissolving the independent living allowance for handicapped people was pushed through, he was punching the air like it was some sick
0: victory. It's a, moral, you know, that, it's a perverse moral right? victory. It's a perverse moral victory in his mind which... I don't know if these people can be healed. They just have to be removed and become the minority. And, and <laughs> but it's it's all, it's, well, a, it's a, know,
8: I think that's probably what's going to happen. You know, I think they're going to get voted out. You know. Well, you know, I Inevitably.
0: I don't I don't want to get too radical. But you know, I was there for the for, for, for poll tax and all that, and did my did my yeah, little little yeah. little bit with with you know without uh, being being arrested. So I wasn't that I wasn't that radical. But I was at least there. Um, I. I I wonder, do you think there's this possibility? Because we're talking about a civilized country, but but everybody has a breaking point, whereby there is there's a point whereby enough is enough. Whether it was a Toxteth, Moss Side, or uh, or, uh, or or Brixton, you know, way back when, or, or, or whether whether we are to experience something similar in, in a modern age, whereby people are just going to make a concerted effort to say enough is enough and go and expound the boundaries of what you probably deem legal. Do, do you think this? Do you think we're uh, a, a, a fast approaching a boiling point? Or are we too civilised to, to to go down that route again?
8: I don't know. I mean, it, obviously, there's a, there's a really good demonstration this Saturday, yeah. the 12th. Yeah. Which is being billed as the Yellow Vests. That's now, huge. That's interesting. I mean, to me, that means the working man, a left-wing ideology, and a largely peaceful demonstration.
0: Yeah.
8: Um, however there is evidence to suggest that certain right-wing elements are trying to claim the Yellow Vests as their own. Yes. And they're waiting for MPs outside Westminster and just shouting abuse at them, um, you know, for being traitors and letting foreigners in and all this kind of thing. Yeah. So I don't see any evidence that there'd be any violence or or craziness on the left. I think that's good, that could possibly come from the right.
0: I, I agree. I yeah, sorry, I wasn't very articulate in that because, as you said yesterday, I mean, the bandying around of being vocally abused by, by by being called Nazis, whatever, provoked one of the, yeah. the the fastest turnarounds in legislation I've ever witnessed in terms of a new law being pulled out of someone's arse within five minutes to say that, that the police will have newfound rights to uh, to tackle these type of situations, but. The, you know, the left can only take so much. But if the right do take it upon themselves to, to up the ante, and by by that I mean not just uh, not just verbally to, to escalate this to, to, to the silly level, Ooh. in terms of uh, reciprocation, I'm not sure that, uh, that there's a, enough pacifism to be able to not uh, to react in, in a way that I would uh, hasten to say is human nature. It's you're attacking us, we're going to well, attack no, you've you. Got, you've got
8: to defend yourself, and I think you know. I mean, I'm I'm from a part of the world. Um, I'm based in Yorkshire and um, one of our local MPs was
0: killed yes. by a
8: far-right activist. She was called Jo Cox.
0: She was a wonderful human being.
8: Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, we're at that level and, and you're thinking, you know, that the, the left need a lot of protection as well because if you look at the abuse that Diane Abbott gets on a regular basis, yeah. um, Jeremy Corbyn gets on a regular basis, it's like it's not taken as seriously. Um, you know, if it's somebody who's a conservative MP, suddenly, as you say, there's new laws being put through. You know, there seems to be an uproar. But well, where was this uproar with, with Diane Abbott?
0: Well, there was an uproar, but it was snuffed out because if, you know, if you're George Osborne and, and you own uh, the standard, well, you've got you've got a, an immediate voice. And, and there, therein lies the problem. It, it's the ownership and the responsibility of media giving coverage to... The, you know the the the, the uh, inconsequential versus the important, much like you know, much like a, a Russian algorithm putting so much importance on on, on a couple of Black, BlackBerry uh, emails from Hillary Clinton, and all of a sudden we've got some numpty in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> so it's,
8: it's, a mad, it's a mad world, and I think I think social media has really changed the game. It
0: really has. <laughs> all well, I, I, well, I hope so because it's I, I think it's our last bastion of hope whereby people can gain a voice uh, amongst comrades and, and and make a difference in a shorter period of time but I, let's let's go back to you i mean you're doing your part and, and I, I, my hat goes off to you i mean not only is it great music but i'm a real stickler for, for, for lyrics i mean and and especially teresa teresa could be prose it really could be prose and you already touched upon yorkshire and i already touched upon Chumblewamba. but I, I'm, I'm born in leeds and the mum's side are all from from that neck of the woods. And, uh, Oh, great. I've got a massive affinity with Yorkshire and Adel and Headingley, and it's it's my it's my people. And 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 I, and, I, and there's one thing about Yorkshire is there's this innate solidarity about injustice, and I love it. And yeah. is that fair to say? Yeah,
8: there there is. And I mean, I I remember Chumbawamba. I worked with them a tiny bit in 1996 when I um, coordinated a. A compilation CD in opposition to the
0: introduction of tuition, fees. Oh, which which one was that? Because they've done a number of compilations. Yeah. Which one? Anti. Uh, yeah, it was. It's called No Compromise. And yeah. It had. Got it. Yeah, I have it downstairs. Of, uh, yeah.
8: Yeah. Do you remember that? And basically, the then leader of the National Union of Students was a guy called Jim Murphy. Yeah. And there were these letters that the artists received from the NUS, signed by Jim Murphy recommending that they didn't trust us because we were revolutionary extremists. And, and, and at that time, we were just appalled because if there was a union that should have uh, stood up for its members on this topic, it was the National Union of Students. You, you know, if you can't afford to go to university, you should be helped, you know? Yeah. And that's what, that's what we were saying. And, and Wamba blessed them. They got this letter, and I think they they gave it to some media contacts Brilliant. Oh, they got a lot of coverage out of it, um, and they also donated a track, which was, I think, um, a cover of a U2 song, which is rather tasty. And um, yeah, they, they, you know, they've been fantastic over the years as activists, and I think they still are individually as
0: well. Oh yeah, I mean, Dunstan's down down south now, doing good things. I think he's really the sort of the main force. I mean, he's been putting he put together the video a couple of a couple of years ago, and uh, just got massive respect for people who were. Um, who are just very clever lyrically. You know, Chumbawamba, of course, had the anomaly with that chart success, which was just completely from left field, but they would have gone on regardless. And uh, it's it's just great that you're working with them. It's it's just, you know, you're fast becoming one of my favourites, and Chumbawamba are are one of my all-time favourites. And I just hope to goodness that you can gain this steady organic momentum and and slowly get get more and more... uh, ears hearing this kind of sentiment and if, if nothing else it's either educating people or just reinforcing a, a common belief anyway so it, it's good either way excellent excellent I was just wondering how, yeah. how do you get to work with Steve Whitfield that must have been interesting well,
8: Steve Whitfield um, has been a local engineer and producer in this area for
0: many years and but is, isn't he, is he, he involved with Chocolate Fireguard as you are
8: um, yeah, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm involved in Chocolate Fire Fireguard. Steve, yeah. um, I think the first time I collaborated with Steve was on a French hip hop album by an artist called Lasse Dill, who I got I brought over to Huddersfield and I recorded them uh, with Steve, and it was a fantastic release, really really cool. They were, they were like the roots only in French, <laughs> and he did a great job on that. Brilliant. And, um, so. You know, if I if I need you know if I need kind of like um one of my, same one of my mixes, I need like a, somebody who knows a bit more about EQs than say I do. <laughs> you know, and then yeah. damn, a singer. I'm blacking it always. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's a good
0: he's a good man to involve. Yeah. Know, so he, he's kind of worked with me on a few tracks over the years. Oh, that's nice. I just yeah, I just thought I, I had a sense that it was it was a long-standing relationship, but uh, I mean, he's not he's no. Uh, He's not wet behind the ears, Steve. He's been around for a long old while and does just does brilliant work. He really does. And and uh, you yeah, just you check his band out. He, he did a band called Camo. Yeah, that's that's Camo. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I, you know, you know what it's like if you if you're a music fan. It's just an endless resource, and and there's just not enough time in the day to devote to listening to music. And, right. and I just I've got this ongoing massive sort of to do list of listening to, and Camo's on it, but it's just. God Almighty! Uh, Something you know, I have to win the lottery and then devote my whole life just to listening and sharing music. That would be my ideal scenario. But it, yeah, it, it'll get. It. <laughs> yeah, it'll get. Well, maybe, maybe one day. But you know, you reminded me of, of the brilliance of this compilation that you put together, and I didn't realise you were behind it because I know that it was on the Chocolate Fire God uh, label per se. But yeah, that's right. That's the ch- yeah, the, the, the yeah. Wamba song. The, <laughs> I still haven't found what I'm looking for. That that's right. Yeah. I, it's so hard to sort of quantify and remember what appeared on what comp, but that's right, you gave birth to the U2 cover, that's brilliant.
8: I mean, it basically, it, I didn't think for a minute that the NUS would try and stop our compilation.
0: Hilarious. And certainly,
8: two or three years later, they were campaigning against tuition fees, um, which they should, should have all along. And and um, it actually came out on a, a label called Delirium Records. Yeah that my band, Carver Carver, was signed to at the time. Oh, right. Um, and, I, and I kind of scra- scratted around thinking, maybe I should find a role for myself on this, having kind of pulled it together. And I, and I used the word chocolate fire guard because it's like a, yeah, like cho- a local... F-
0: yeah, useless. Yeah, useless, Yeah. So yeah.
8: Cool. Well, you know, there you go. I'll have, <laughs> I'll, I'll have that as a, as a logo.
0: <laughs> useless records, fantastic.
8: And, yeah, yeah, totally. And there's the a disclaimer in the title, it gets me out of all kinds of bother. <laughs> and, 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 and like you kind of, um, you know, that stuck with me and I started doing Chocolate Fire Guard all day as and events and I started putting out single artist art albums, once mm. I got a distribution deal of my own, that kind of thing. So it did help form Chocolate Fire Guard. Excellent. The, uh, the the campaign, yeah.
0: That's lovely. And... and um... You know, we've, talk, we've, talked about, uh, we've talked about Brexit, of course, and I, I come from a world of media and marketing and, and I, I can't, in, in the whole of history, think of a more sinister, more manipulated, and I hate to admit it, clever marketing campaign. I don't think there's anything that we can possibly compare in terms of precedent and I'm just wondering, from an intelligent chap such as yourself, who, who obviously is very well read, knows knows the ins and outs. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh well, come on. Listen, compared to most people, you are, you are going out of your way to listen to every angle and form your own opinion, and, and 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 you know everything that you do has a touch of humanity to it to make sense of this craziness. But I, I hate to do this to you, but if there was such a thing as an elevator pitch, as a one-liner. Is, is there something that can add clarity and sense to this madness? Is there one sentence that you can say, apart from stop being a dick, is there something that we can say to to actually quantify this mess that everybody finds themselves selves in now? And say, so, look, let's probably... Let's let's explore this. Is there any, any pearls of wisdom in a one-liner that you might have to, to proffer?
8: I've got no idea. It's such a mess. I mean, on the subject of Brexit, I worry about workers' rights and... Um, you know, ind- individuals' rights as well, you know, freedom of speech and stuff like that. and um,
0: Freedom of movement, for goodness I think, sake. I think it's
8: such a mess. Yeah. I think, personally, my own views are a no-deal could be a disaster. But, but, I, did, but I do think we've, we've got much bigger problems to face in this country, such as homelessness and the, the way that the NUS is being annihilated.
0: Yeah, but I think, you know, an ex- an exit would just exacerbate that, unfortunately, wouldn't it?
8: Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a terrible
0: situation. Yeah, I, I and weep. The
8: spin, you know, the spin that you have to wade through, you know, with Theresa May's ten-year plan for the NHS and all this kind of stuff. Do you believe
0: yeah. it? I, I don't. Oh, it's, it's no, yeah. It's the most, it's the most disingenuous nonsense I've ever heard in my life. It yeah. just stinks of desperation and cluelessness, essentially. That's it.
7: That's
0: yeah,
8: it. it's all about buying time, staying in. It's getting a- the Brexit thing through, you know, it's, I, I, it's very frustrating.
0: It's about legacies and pensions, I mean, four-year four term party politics doesn't work, end of story, because it's all self-serving. It, it, it cannot possibly work because you, you're either building a legacy or trying to get a second term and you're doing it for self-motivational uh, self, self purposes, you're not, you're not representing the people and, and therein lies the issue and if you've got, if you've got people so detached from, from, from the rest of society It's an impossible expectancy to to think that these people would would have your best interests at heart, and I'm just dying for people to actually have the penny drop and understand that they they don't care about you at all. Yeah, I think
8: every once in a while, I mean, I'm a big Tony Ben fan. Having worked with him on that compilation, did a track with him, met him. There there are a few really good people, and I I like to think that Corbyn is one of those. You know, uh, he's getting such a such abuse at the moment, that I I, 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 believe in Jeremy Corbyn's potential.
0: I do too. To I think, I think, I think I, think, I think he's, you know, he's, he's, he's still naive in many ways. But, but in terms of whittling it down to a person that genuinely cares and has policy to actually not counter the nonsense, but actually be something forward-moving in terms of a humanistic approach. Yeah, I mean, he's, it's, it's, it's almost like a help me Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my last hope. I mean, that's what it's boiled down to, isn't it, really? Yeah,
8: yeah. And for uh, and, and
0: the record, Tony, Benn, when he was asked who his favourite MP was, he said, Jeremy Corbyn. Well, I probably <laughs> recognise, you yeah, know, Je- Jezza was a shit-stirrer, and for good reasons, and, and fair play to him. And, and he's always put his money where his mouth is, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Always, he's
8: on the right side of history. You know,
0: always. Too right, yeah. And, and uh, his arrest record, just like Bernie Sanders, sort of is proof of the pudding, isn't it? He's not just making it up. He, he's, he's been there, done it, and got the T-shirt. That's
8: it. But fair fair play. That's
0: what we have to do, I think. Yeah, well, well, fair play to you. I mean, we've had we've been lucky enough to get a succession of singles, although they've been very, very spaced out. Um, you know, twenty fifteen to, to 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 Teresa being brand spanking. It's, it's, well, it's not full time. <laughs> of course, I was I wasn't suggesting that you were some sort of powerhouse radiohead type entity, but um be in a box. Because of a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just being a selfish, a selfish fan now. Um, what's what's next? What can we expect from you? I mean, I know that uh, Teresa's going to have uh, a lot more, uh, a lot more legs. But uh, is something else in the can, or is something else planned for, for the, the next material?
8: Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, some, there's some stuff, it's some stuff in the, in the pipeline. Um, I've just had a there's been a few in, interested parties for remixes, I understand, and um... with it. I mean, I, I tend to kind of do a lot of drum and bass at the moment myself. Yes. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. And uh, I've
0: been recording uh, my own album of material, which isn't particularly political. It's more kind of spacey, babbly kind of stuff. It's psychedelic. That's a massive departure, though. I mean, Pat, Pat you mean your, your content is so diverse. I mean, you kindly shared that, uh, that YouTube video with me and uh, with, your, you know, with your, uh, your, your vocals on uh, Rampage 2018 there. And that was... That, was right, yeah. that must have been a rush. That was superb.
8: Well, it, it, that's, a, that's an artist called Cameron Crooked who are from Austria. Yeah. And um, they've had some quite large dance tracks over the years and um, I've sung on two of their singles so far. It's a bit anonymous because there's a bit of an image issue here. Yeah. You know, I, I, look, I look like a bit of a biker <laughs> and um, there's this more of a young drummer bass audience, you know? But, yeah. Um, I do dip into drum and bass quite a lot
0: these days. Is it something... I mean, that, that's something... For me, it was always hard to palate drum and bass because it was something that involved being present around other people, not something that I'd sort of go home to, crack the headphones on and listen to drum and bass. It sort of invoked being social and around other people, and maybe it's just because I'm a misanthrope. That's probably why I never got into yeah. it. But is it something that uh, that you can listen to in, in a solo capacity, or do you have to sort of be, be right in the thick yeah. of it?
8: Yeah, you can? Yeah, I mean... I'd I, I got into it initially when um, Ronnie Size got his Mercury Award, okay. and that forced the, the genre into my attention span,
0: Yeah,
8: and then um, I kind of, I, I bought the album, I thought, God, this is like out of space music, I absolutely loved it it had a funk to it yeah. a bit of a jazz thing to it and, and, I, and I really liked it, and I twisted in and out, and then about 10 years ago bizarrely, I did some karaoke with um, um, a very important dance Music A and R man, and it was very drunk and um, <laughs> we were bored. And he said, "I'll ring you," and I'm like, "Yeah, right." I mean, I was singing Kate Bush and you know Britney Spears and all kinds of stuff. I should have Is that been
0: put? To... That's that's hopefully not been recorded for posterity, has it? I, I
8: hope
0: not. <laughs> 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 that goes your career, mate. Oh well, <laughs> it'd be quite
8: interesting to hear it back, mate. <laughs> and, 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 and like, um, yeah, I ended up. Um, being on a string of um, drum and bass tunes and I was really surprised at how large the scene was it's massive I mean <laughs> yeah. there are huge audiences for this now much bigger than the first time around you know it's um, an interesting scene really and I know in the, in the States and um, Canada there's a very big drum and bass scene oh it's um, huge
0: I mean my kids I've got 23 and a 19 year old I mean they're not into it but some of their friends are into it and they're out all the flipping time it's still it's still got a lot of legs as they say
8: yeah, that's it, that's it. Not that Ottawa so is the I, epicenter. I might some gigs with the Zimmer frame in future. <laughs> that's not,
0: that's not the yeah, yeah, just make sure you got you got your vitamins with you. you would be sorted, you would be sorted. And just curiously, how the heck do you know Fleeg? He's uh, he's become a, a, a friend of mine over over the course of time and uh, I would imagine Huddersfield's a pretty tightly knit place, isn't it? Yeah, I think I've been to him at
7: the university.
8: I've done the odd lecture there over the years. Yeah, um, in kind of music business and you
0: know stuff like that, and then um, I'm sure I bumped into him there first of all. Fantastic, no, yeah. just a, just a great, just a great, uh, great person who's obviously got a massive love of music, and it's just on these rare occasions, it's like, I, I you know I, I was listening, I was listening to the to the, to the record, and I got a, a Facebook message, hey, you should speak to this fella for the show, and I'm thinking, <laughs> how weird is that? so I'm listening I'm, that's how the field though yeah <laughs> little microcosm but it's uh, I'm just delighted to have been able to speak with you and, and I'm just really really grateful to you for actually not just putting forth this uh, situation with with, it, with a mature voice but it's its consummate material it's, it's, it's very easy to grab a microphone and shout and scream and rant and rave but this is meticulous it's, it, it's, it's cerebral and I tell you what uh, I, I just I, I can't see this stopping gaining momentum I just hope to goodness that a couple of uh, you know, jocks of, of of influence get on this and start playing it because I think once it gets into into a little bit more mainstream, it's gonna it's gonna get bigger and bigger because it's it's not just a great song, thematically relevant, but lyrically it's really really clever and and it, I, I'm I'm just all over it, so I, I'm just very grateful oh, to you. That's,
8: that's so much that's really appreciated.
0: I, I sent you the earliest singles as well, if I may. Oh yeah, I, 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 you I, did. I, yeah, I already. I already I already, yeah, well, if, I've, I've, got the, I've got everything that I believe is available to buy, unless there's something that isn't there, I'll gladly take it, but uh, I've got all the four singles, I've, you know, Cabinet, I've got the self-titled, I've got Satan's Horses, Serve Me, there's just a few mixes of Teresa I think I'm missing, I've got two mixes of that, I've got the original and in, uh, in, in Whitfield, which, which is superb, Excellent. so... Yeah, Steve Whitfield goes disco. I love uh, it. Yeah, yeah, he does. He goes a little bit uh, borderline Nile Rodgers there. It's really good stuff. Really is good stuff. Now oh, no, I was like, yeah, come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's really groovy that number. It really is. So, so that's just why I'd like to hear the other two as well, just to sort of compare uh, apples to apples. But hopefully we can reconvene, in, you know, in the next little while to see how things are going. I hope that things go from strength Excellent. to strength. And uh, I'll, I'll drop you a line, of course, when uh, when the show's up. And in the meantime, Brilliant. look after yourself. And It's been a real pleasure. Talk to you soon, yeah? Same to you. All the best, mate. Cheers, yeah. Pat. Look after. Bye now. Bye, Bye. I love a bit of agit propaganda, and uh, they're certainly delivering it in spades. Cheers, Pat. That was a great chat. And uh, you lot, get your ears around Cabinet of Millionaires. Cabinetofmillionaires.bankapp.com is where you can procure all of their material. Let's hear a single uh, from the summer of 2017. Here's a tune called Serve Me. single from 2017 and so ends episode 111 of near perfect pitch my thanks to you of course for listening and uh, my apologies again for uh, having missed uh, two or three weeks by virtue of technical difficulties moving studio trying to sort out this home studio caper and also trying to get this mic sorted so if any of you got any mic tips uh, drop me a line near perfect pitch at gmail.com Um, and I'm trying to get rid of this background noise and it's really doing my brain in. Uh, I do pride myself, despite this being a little bit of a fly-by-the-seats-of-your-pants production, uh, I do pride myself on the quality, at least uh, want you to have better, uh, the best, rather, uh, audio experience that you possibly can. That's why I I try and play Lost for Smiles and abhor MP3s and all that stuff, so it kind of uh, negates the the premise, doesn't it? Anyway, all that aside, thanks for listening. My thanks, of course, go to... uh, you lot uh, in uh, your entirety, but of course they go to Pat as well and a Cabinet of Millionaires. I'll be back next week with uh, a chat with Adam uh, from Swerve Driver, which I can tell you, because it's already happened, it was an absolute gem and uh, a great, great chat. So you've got that to look forward to as you have three uh, Swervies tracks and uh, don't forget the new album will be out just before uh, I do record that programme, so you need to go out and get it regardless. Do me a favour, recommend the programme to somebody who you believe needs help musically or just might be someone who might endorse the programme, i.e. like it. I'd be very grateful. Need more listeners? The more listeners, the better. On that note, all the best. Look after yourself and I'll be back next week. Ta-ra.